Can't find the podcast theme song files. Ooh, yeah. Where are they? Um. Hello, Loki Podcast. <laughs> We're both. Uh, this is this is episode one hundred seventy six. The hey, look, we showed up episode <laughs> of the Metafilter Monthly Podcast. Ah. Um, it's not that I don't want to be here. It's just that I don't want to. Do be anywhere. anything right now. Be this anywhere. More, yeah, of the things I could force myself to do, despite having like a like existential crisis. Uh, talking to you on the podcast is is one of the nice. Uh, well, that's sort of how I feel. So, uh, you know, yeah. we saved you from the thirty minute pre roll of trying to make all our technology work, <laughs> which was thirty computer, minutes. I'm never going to get yeah, back. your router. Yeah, I did do my DNS hokey pokey. Flush the DNS cache. Reboot the router. Reboot the range extender. Uh, and this is only because my laptop is the only thing that will work with our podcast recording uh, web page. And uh, then I'm going to go work at the public library uh, this evening, which I'm actually looking forward to. But, you know, it's time. And yep. uh, I and then going back to Massachusetts to continue packing up the Magic Castle, which, oh, my God, Josh. Yeah. Oh, my God. You never yeah, really realize like just how messed up your parents were until <laughs> after you're emptying closets you've never looked in. Oh man. Seriously. Yeah. Like I think I would be less surprised if I found myself clearing out my parents' stuff right now, but And do your parents uh, live in the house that you grew up in? Um yes. Okay. Um, I'm just this is like just nerdy question for me. I'm yeah, not, you know, yeah, yeah, going yeah, anywhere yeah. with that. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they, they, the simple answer is yes. Uh, the complicated answer just happens to involve two different houses that are both business sites for the same uh, preschool, um, which is not a necessary detail. So, uh, no, yes, yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've, I just, I've cleanly transitioned over the last uh, 20 years of my life from definitely thinking I was going to be like fighting my siblings over the old house to nope i have my own mortgage not it and it's the right. same kind of house kind of so even if it was like oh but that's yeah no now same I, kind of house as the one you live in yeah like like a early 1900s craftsman style home there's oh, a nice. lot of okay. them in portland and there are some similar architectural features in the house uh, angela and i own uh to the one i grew up in so Neat. Yeah, yeah i am not uh, involved we're late on a lot of this because my sibling needed to take a little time and make a decision about whether she wanted to move from her cute, smart bungalow that she lives in 10 miles up the road to the sprawling farmhouse of never-ending maintenance yeah. up the road. And I don't know why it wasn't just a slam dunk decision, but it took her a while and whatever. It takes how long it takes. And then COVID. I have uh, lost you Yeah. for a second what? there. What? What? I, here I, I am. I lost you I'm for right a second. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll assume it all went well. All right. Um, if there's a weird noise in the podcast, congratulations. You guys could experience podcasting at its rawest. Um, yes. yes. Uh, and now we're just, you know, getting rid of stuff, keeping a couple things, finding people to take our boxes, finding people to take the giant motor that is in the basement under the stairs for no reason. Uh, that kind of thing. Excellent. Yeah, I mean... It, I mean, excellent and terrible. Like, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Every it's bit just, of progress it, on it. It is year. what it is. I'm definitely not moping. I'm trying to turn it into kind of a weird, those wacky West girls story. But, 
Yeah, takes a lot yeah. of energy. Uh, I imagine it so is yeah, a lot. this is my slightly subdued jessamine today because right. I just got back here, you know, a day and a half ago, and I'm going back again tomorrow. Also, my birthday is Sunday. Yeah, well, happy impending birthday. Thank you. Impending is how I feel about it. <laughs> Not because I don't like birthdays, I always do, but just like it's never a good time in September. Uh, that's the whole point of the Virgo month of leisure. Happy, happy, looming. Uh ominous cloud of birthday happy yeah i think it'll be all right i've already scheduled my birthday tweet because i'm not going to be anywhere near a computer most of the day which you know i've never tweeted i've never i've never tweeted yes Uh, i've never (laughs) tweeted my life i mean i kind of know that it's possible but oh yeah i just do it with tweet deck and it's great well because you know one of the things i've started to do in the last maybe two months is like a friday afternoon reminder like hey don't Empty your inbox at the expense of someone else's inbox because we've all been there, right? Like, well, you and I particularly have been there (laughs) where you get some kind of Friday afternoon, I've just changed some shit or whatever. And you're like, but my weekend was supposed to start and now I have to deal with this. And, you know, some of that is putting boundaries around your own time. But, you know, in many cases, you're in a work situation where you can't make those decisions, right? You know, that your boss is like, I need this from you on Monday. And like, what are you going to do? Do it Friday night or like worry about it all weekend? Uh, And so I send out a Friday afternoon announcement, just a little one on Twitter. Um, But sometimes I'm busy on Friday, not sending out announcements. And so I just schedule them in advance. And uh, that's what you can do with your email, too. You need to yeah. clean your inbox on Friday. You can do that, and then just have somebody else get that e- email on Monday when they're actually paid to listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing one for my birthday too, just to ask people to send me uh, pictures. Uh, you know, Twitter's fun when people are sharing fun pictures. Yeah. And I found a fun <laughs> picture of dumb old me with my grandmother, and uh, you know, when I was just born, and it was cute. So. Nice. I'll ask for other cute pictures. Sorry, what were you saying? I don't even remember. Ah, right. Um, <laughs> it's going to be like that, okay? <laughs> Things are going to flit around like like a moth on a lamp is how my brain's going to be today. So Okay. Forearmed. Um, yep. And forearms is... I was uh, hoping... Okay, it's something like um, <laughs> Alexander the Great... Um, was a, a great general. Great generals are forewarned. Forewarned is forearmed. Four is an even number of arms, but four is an odd number of arms to have. Therefore, Alexander the Great had both an even and an odd number of arms. That's pretty good, Josh. I think I learned that in terms of like he had, you know, the only number that is both odd and even is infinity. Therefore, he has an infinite number of arms. But I don't really, I'm not comfortable with that uh, <laughs> little bit of logic there. I think that may have been. No, that sounds some, confusing. Uh, I, I like where it wrapped up, actually. It was, you know, concise. I could follow the whole thing. It was a little bit mathy, but not too mathy. Yeah, I may, I may have gotten that out of a Reader's Digest. Have we <laughs> talked about me reading Reader's Digests uh, while my mom was doing like office house cleaning stuff probably um, because i think i talked to you about reading reader's digest like at my grandma's and then later my mom's and it was like what i thought jokes were 
Like you graduate from kid jokes to like Reader's Digest yeah, jokes. These mature intellectual Reader's yes. Digest jokes. Yes. Especially the ones about military life. Uh, <laughs> that was always the dregs. Like if I ran out of like the, the, the non-topical funny ones, then it's like, okay, well, I'll read the ones about education, I guess. And okay, well, I guess I'll read the ones about the military. And, you know, they just, Yeah. I probably learned more thing. about that's the military from Reader's Digest jokes and Beetle Bailey than from any yeah. actual people that lived and worked in the military. I have more friends in the military now than I did, you know, my whole growing up, I think. Humor in uniform. That's the... Yes. That's, that's the... And yeah. I like drama in real life, which was like sometimes very exciting, but sometimes it's like... like clickbait when you couldn't click. Right. Sometimes like child abuse. Like I can still remember yeah. like horrible stories that I read, you know, as a very They should really kid. modernize that format as like, am I the asshole? Just like. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's how you get engagement, right? Yeah. Am I the asshole are very engaging. Although I mostly only hear about am I the assholes um, when everybody uniformly agrees. What kind of web content do you think Reader's Digest has? I'm going to go look. Because I think it's rd.com, right? Yeah. I don't think I've ever encountered... Like, Yeah, it just looks like exactly what you would expect it to look like, I guess. It looks like the clickbaity stuff that it was eventually doing before the web. It's Your favorite it's, candy based on your Zodiac sign. How to make fake blood for Halloween. Toblerone. Is, is there... When's, when's your birthday again, Josh? Uh, April, late April. What's your, does that mean your horoscope is? Uh, Taurus. Godiva chocolates, sensual and rich, Josh. I mean, I Man, think the, I think a lot of you, but when I <laughs> am listing my top, sensual and rich, that's my that's top hundred Josh, Josh adjectives. It's not, yeah. neither of those. Um, but then again, mine are refined and perfect, and uh, yeah perfectionist but that's not perfect it's far I'm, from perfect I'm, I'm insensate and struggling under capitalism Ugh. um Ugh. there i i am i'm okay so they've got a joke section on reader's digest but it doesn't have the classic things it you can you can filter by different types of jokes so you could filter for just like christmas or quotes or puns or family. Can you tell uh, me a librarian joke, or is it? Uh, not? Librarian is not one of the options. Fuck. It's like it's like it's like fifteen categories, but none of them are college or military. I feel like something fundamentally has changed about the positioning of this web content versus old school Reader's Digest. That's it's so weird. Hey, and what I did not know is that they also publish Birds and Blooms, which is kind of a goofy gardening and bird watching magazine that I actually yeah. kind of like. What are the lines on a solo cup for? Uh, we're going to just... run out of time. Yeah, we should probably talk about Metafilter, but uh, Reader's Digest does have listicles made of other people's tweets. So really, it, it has, in fact, wholly embraced modernity in its mediocre uh, humor content and such. Well, it's, um, like middle, it's like middle brow, right? I'm not even sure it's mediocre. I, would, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess. Don't know. Like, like I, I, it's aesthetically mediocre by definition. Like the writing is not necessarily bad, but it's also like very safe, very middle you know, Yeah. Anyway, um, Metafilter. Hey. Uh, 
there was a job posted in August, uh, a few days ago, in fact. Uh, Parman Parman is looking for a writing editor. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a work anywhere thing, sounds like. So mm-hmm. if that's maybe mm-hmm. you, then maybe that's you. All right. That's the jobs report. <laughs> um, that was kind of short. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah, and it's headed under, uh, what, marketing, advertising, PR, need an editor, constructive support. So it's literally edited, like, yeah, at funnymarketing.co.uk. Hmm. And, uh, yes, um, <laughs> we should just make those uh, uh, vocal, vocal, what's the, fry. Let's just make vocal fry sounds for the next hour. Mm. I'm sorry, everybody. This is the podcast you're getting this month. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, it's fucking September. Virgo month of leisure podcast. Yes. Um, it's been it's been cold sometimes in Portland recently, which I really appreciate. I don't have anything else to say about that other than I really appreciate that. Well, we just got the remnants of Hurricane Ida in Massachusetts. And up here, oh, yeah. we have gotten just this weird dynamite weather. And it's been slightly hot in Vermont, which has been really weird. Also, I'm glad GJ and uh, our other New Orleans Mephites are uh, doing okay. Sounded like yeah. it was dicey. And it sounded like, you know, not out of the woods yet, but... On the upswing, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, GJ was doing a good job of tweeting about stuff, considering also being in a hurricane. But also, I, I think he may have this sense of awareness that, like, well, if I just stop tweeting, everyone's going to freak out. So, well, I think that's you know, I think that's his coping mechanism a little bit yeah. because then people would be like, "Hey, we're thinking about you," and you know, "How you doing?" and hugs from here and blah. Yeah. Um, let's discuss projects of which there were a few this last month. Cool. I really liked, uh, whoops, <laughs> click, hold on, clicking. You liked it so much. You destroyed it with a Well, no, click. I liked it so much. I was looking at it <laughs> and then I needed to get you the link to the Antarctic survival model art for the pandemic and other disasters from Sin Aesthetic which is a great username, I think. And um, just good. interesting kind of mashup collage postcards that I really like. And um, it was basically they are, you know, having a kind of a, 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 a grappling with their, with their main, main uh, medium, which is paint. And so they're doing sort of cut up stuff and Dada stuff. And uh I really, I really enjoyed it. It's a nice looking little Wix website, but specifically the section, which is where I was uh, looking at and not paying attention to you briefly, uh, postcards from the hedge. I just, yeah. not only, not only is it cool looking stuff, but I like the way the, like, so the postcards themselves are like word collage, blah, blah, blah stuff. But then you scroll down in the page and then the page is a collage of collages yeah. Which I just find very pleasing in some I don't even know why way. Yeah, it's no, just it's pretty great. It's just great. It's dynamite. I like it. Yeah. But I full screened it by mistake, and now I am <laughs> in a. I don't know what's happening. Does, does it does escape do anything? Yeah, escape works, but you know it's theoretically downloading because I've still got iffy internet because I'm not ah. using the uh, the range extender, and so now I just have a. A big orange square. <laughs> well, yeah, this stuff is nice. I had not seen it, and it is... Uh, ah, there you uh, go. Just takes us a yeah. while. 
Whales Some... live in the water and are shaped like fish, but they are not fish. Deep thoughts from small postcards. Yes. Uh, well, nice I work, Synesthetic. This is good stuff. I put up my project, finally. Oh, yeah? We talked about it last month, and I actually lit a fire under my butt to uh, okay. figure it out this month. Um, and so this is my website that I kind of inherited. Basically, there was a lady who built a site about the Carnegie Libraries in New England, and it was a very old-school HTML kind of Microsoft Word translated into really shitty HTML web stuff and I liked the website and I think I had sent her a note and she's like you know I don't know I'm probably gonna have to close it down because I just can't deal with it anymore and blah and I was like what it's HTML website like oh I'll host it for free at iBiblio and then I'll fix the HTML and we're off to the races and that was three years ago and uh then a guy tried to help me um by you know building a bootstrap frame work on using Jekyll and then I had two problems <laughs> and at, like it was just one of those things he was super helpful he did a lot of work with me to help get this set up into this framework but what I wanted was to be able to edit the raw HTML and then have it just like you know upload to GitHub so there was always a backup or be able to edit it from anywhere and have it, you know, use version control to stay the same. And he's like, okay, great. You know, this is all set up. You just got to like pull the trigger. And, you know, when I was downloading Homebrew or whatever it was that would enable this to work from my home machine, there were many, many warnings about, you know, make sure you got all your shit backed up because this probably shouldn't fuck it all up, but it might. And I just talked myself out of wanting to do something that I didn't understand. And then it just took me a while to, like, because it's all built in tables. Like, it's not an attractive site on the back end, but on the front end, it is adequate and, you know, useful. But I just had to do a bunch of, like, aggravating HTML updates, and I had to have some time to do that. And so no better time than when you're procrastinating about the other stuff you really don't want to do. Right. The old and, procrastination uh, judo. Yeah, the uh, virtuous cycle of procrastination is what I call it. Um, but I'm kind of happy about it. The only thing that's weird about it is, you know, you wind up getting like these weird emails like, hey, I'm from the blah, blah, blah library in blah, 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 Maine. And why isn't my library on your site? And like, I'm sure there's a good reason I did not build the site. You know, but basically they have a library that Carnegie donated some money to. Why isn't it a Carnegie library? And I don't freaking know. And so now I'm in the process of doing all this research about this library in Maine. Blah. And, um, <laughs> but it's, it's good to have a little project. And I'm really happy with um, how the tiny website came out. And, yeah. uh, and there was some nice little feedback from some me fights about you know, Carnegie libraries, they like, you know, good old library chat is always a good time. Yeah. You, you biblio nerds. Yeah. Let's see. There's a, so I, I talked last uh, episode about a bit field pattern thing. Cause there was a post on the front page that I enjoyed. Um, and there has since been two different uh, projects post of people messing around with it. Um, uh, that same day, in fact, uh, Revent Love, Revent, our event Love. Uh, okay, I don't know. Um, they posted 
uh, a little pattern explorer for messing around with these bit fields. Uh, so if you were looking at that thread and you're like, I'm not sure what to make of all these uh, parentheses and punctuation marks and numbers, uh, you could go stick them in this page they built and it'll show you. Uh, so that's pretty rad. Um, and Me. then uh, a couple weeks later, uh, Suet Anvil. Right. Um, I saw that. I was wondering. Yeah. Built a uh, bot that posts uh, randomly generated ones to uh, Mastodon. Oop, that's the actual link, not the post link. Whoops. Do, do, do. I am good at this. All right. Whatever. Um, yeah. So anyway, further nerding on the thing I was uh, already enjoying the nerding about. So I'm delighted to have that as a callback and see stuff show up on projects related to it. Good work, everybody. Yeah, and then uh, Nossage uh, showed up in that project post and was like, wah, I like this, and I ran an old Twitter bot called blah, and it's just, it's cool to see when people can find other people that are jazzed about about their thing. Let's see. I also liked, I mean, I guess we're kind of coming up on all the projects, but, uh, you know, (laughs) Miss Jenny has a pretty interesting, just little, little blip that's like, hey, Video calls, if you stay off camera, it'll reduce the environmental impact by 96%. Here's some little icons that you can use to explain to somebody why you're not on camera and you can save, uh, you can uh, lower your environmental impact of video calls, which we're probably all, at least me, still doing an awful lot of. Yeah, it's it's interesting to think about like, yeah, audio audio's a lot uh, lighter on the bandwidth. Um, so, yes. <laughs> Those are my extensive thoughts on that. Um, I like this little project uh, that Wesley AC posted uh, just oh, yesterday, day before. Uh, a little uh, kind of micro-blogging platform called Thoughts.Page, which I describe as like Twitter, except for no one can at you. It's just, you know, tiny little thoughts posted on the web um which i i approve of such a thing they've got a web ring yeah and feels very, free very, for low feels income folks club. otherwise costs a little bit of money i'm gonna oh that's really nice made the forbidden oatmeal today oatmeal with oat milk oatmeal <laughs> with oat milk josh <laughs> why is that forbidden i mean that's like you can I don't have know, it's chicken like and bathing eggs. the baby in its mother's milk, kind of. I mean, like egg batter fried chicken. I don't know. I don't think it's forbidden. I think it's just using every part of the whale. Um, which, every part of the animal. I'm not sure if there's a canonical version of that phrase, and I'm also not sure it's not problematic. <laughs> Basically, the two thoughts I had as I said that. It's probably problematic. Well... No, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, the, the, the notion in principle doesn't seem like it's a problem, but it, like, it is something that I associate with sort of like romanticization and... Well, it's uh, like saying exoticization that, you know, of like Native Alaskans cultures. use every word for snow, kind of. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, predicated on a probable, yeah, like, likely misunderstanding. Yeah, insofar as it feels like it might be sort of like a very colonial-based uh, uh, metaphor. I'm, hmm, I don't know. Anyway... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> there are several other projects and also you have a hard stop. So we will just say, hey, go look at all the other projects too because stuff is good on projects. And if you're making something, post it on projects by gum. Yeah, um, sorry about my hard Hard stop. Oh my God, it's the same fucking vowel sound. <laughs> sorry about all of the vowels, except for the E. Sorry about my hard stop. Uh, I have to go work at the library later. So I would actually like a, a, a linguist uh, to Gretchen the differences in those uh, vowels because, like, they're similar vowel space, but I, I think there are hard uh, differences. Stop. Ha. Stop. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, they're in the same neighborhood, mm. but they're yeah. Plus, you get like yeah, the the rhotic nature of like hard. Um, uh, yeah. Or uh, I am Kim. I am. If you're listening, you know. Go, I go IPA on this. Have just seen I am Kim. I am showing up in Ask Metafilter a bunch more lately. Uh, she does uh, coaching work now, in addition hmm. to whatever else she's been doing. And um, she had just I noticed like some exceptionally useful uh, answers. Not that she's not always helpful, but it was cool just to yeah. be like, oh hey, oh hey, that's her. Oh hey, yeah. wow, look how helpful that answer is. Neat. So. Yeah, it's it's been nice seeing her around on the the site more recently. Yeah, agreed. Um, shall we talk about Metafilter proper? Yes. The blue. Let me see if I have any links for the blue. Uh yes. First one uh, that everyone should love is the Cat Trees Cat, Cat Trees Cat Trees Trees and Cats by RGD. Um, basically, it's just a little like a like a little loader. That it's kind of a random numbered generator, and what you get is a cat tree, and it has like poles and little houses, and some of those houses have cats, which are these funny little blobs, these little black blurb blob cats, and you know it's it's just kind of goofy, and people in the thread are like, oh, this that the other thing, blah, and then it changed partly. Um, partway through to it added more houses, which meant more cats. And, um, and you can get inside a cat, like just because of how the algorithm works. Like if you, if you keep zooming in and zooming in, you can get right inside a cat's eyeballs and then be looking out through the cat, through the cat's eyes. If I remember how this, whoa, yeah, trying to do it. Eee. At any rate, it's fun. Exceptional radio. Well, because you only have certain amounts of controls, and I don't know how this thing works, but I distinctly remember at one point while I was messing with this, being inside one of the cats looking out of its um, eyeballs at, you know, whatever was in front of it. But it was fun. I liked it. And it was a great, like, weird thing on the Internet that you can share with someone, and the source code is there, so you can uh, build a thing um, from it if, if you want to. So nice. Yeah, I thought it was neat. Um, there was a very nice uh, baseball centric post uh, that Crystal Dave made uh, about the musical output of the Seattle Garages, which is a band of baseball fans who 
came together to make a sort of collaborative internet band called the Garages, named for their favorite team, the Seattle Garages. And uh, they ended up making a tremendous amount of music over the last year. Blaseball, like, turned basically a year old uh, last month, I want to say. Hey! Um, it's just it's 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 both bizarre that it's been a year and bizarre that it's only been a year. I think because the narrative pace of the game is like you know decades have gone by essentially. Um, but yeah, the so the garage is like it started out as sort of like a goofy thing they were doing early on in baseball, the same way I was doing some like goofy music and, and art early on in baseball, and then they just kept consistently making album after album, and it's a huge pile of sort of narrative and world cataloging and building and also just good music and it's stunning and so crystal dave put together a great post sort of rounding that all up um and this is one of those things where you know it's good music so you don't have to necessarily care about baseball to enjoy it uh, this might be a way to dip your toe in the uh in the ocean uh there but uh yeah i like that and uh if you want some odd fake sports related music there you go go get it and your little guy is back around, right? Yeah, yeah. Gunther Gunther O'Brien uh, was brought back from the dead uh, and was still alive at the end of the big current arc. Like, baseball is back on a grand siesta now because they finished up kind of like the season plot line of it. Um, which ended up basically being about confronting naked growth of capitalism and destroying the concept of currency. So coins no longer exist in the game, apparently. But Gunter O'Brien, my beautiful penguin boy, does. So everything's fine. Neat. I love it. I, uh, as far as just a, uh, da, da, da. oh my God, I'm just trying to figure out why, <laughs> why there's a whole bunch of ma. Mad flags. Blah. Well, I'm just going to go ahead with it and skip all those parts. <laughs> but basically, it's a Foo Fighters post. It's about an 11-year-old drummer who plays Everlong live on stage with the Foo Fighters. And there's some videos. And it's just kind of a a, a neat thing. She was the drummer for the Foo Fighters, as COD points out. And... um. It's just cool. She was really psyched, yeah. and uh, yeah, neat, neat kid yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, it was very enjoyable to watch. Like the whole sort of arc of of her starting to like do that on the on on YouTube and being able to see her get a chance to play live with them was really fantastic. It had a bunch of uh, flags and stuff because there's there was basically just sort of some wrestling over whether to make this post about this little girl having a fantastic time and being a great drummer about uh, the backstory of some shitty HIV denialism by uh, the bass player 20 years ago, but the band didn't really specifically do anything or say anything about it. They just, you know, kind of maybe tacitly supported and then tacitly didn't support, but still didn't say that was wrong. And what we did was wrong. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that's shitty of them, but also I don't think Nandy Bushel really uh, was complicit in that, so it's like one of those... 100% <sighs> was not born. Like, it could just it could just be a thing that, like, you are upset about being part of the truth and also not 
something that needs to be like this specific moment. But hey, navigating that is a weird, complicated part of community interactions, and hence the uh, yes. And the I don't know. Actually, I should thread. probably check this while I'm uh, here. But like, did the Foo Fighters? Yeah, and there's actually a post about the AIDS denialism uh, from May, so people can uh, go read that if uh, if they want to. I'll I'll toss a link in here. And um, no, uh, Jim and I were uh, talking about the Foo Fighters recently. Oh, I guess there was yeah an earlier previously post um, because I guess the Foo Fighters have a Bee Gees tribute album that they did for Record Store Day. Huh. Which um, is amazing, sounds amazing, and as well, uh, if you look at any of the videos or like the Instagram, uh, it's just like they just do these amazing, um, like they're all dressed up like the Bee Gees. Um, unfortunately, the videos aren't. Uh, Sorry, just clicking through here. The videos aren't... <laughs> I know! The videos aren't them in BG stuff. Uh, it's just... But if you look at the pictures, and I will just click one link and put it over here. Whoa! Oh, no! I've, I've made a sound. Help! All right. Huh. Okay. Um, so this We've is been a, doing this for years. We're very literally, literally. I mean, more of a than a decade. Less. I mean, probably more, right? more than I think. A probably really more long time. Yeah. But, but, you know, our technology has changed. Yes, it's true. Somewhat, but anyway. Also, we're, we're, that, we're still you know doing it for free out of our houses so yes and so interesting thing about the Foo Fighters and then of course Jim had sent me a link but because you know not everybody is good at links all the time the link just went to the Foo Fighters YouTube page and the Foo Fighters YouTube page has a trailer for a movie that they did um that was basically a new um I'm just gonna fucking go there and not try to explain it without (laughs) looking at it um I believe the name of the movie is What Drives Us. It's like a documentary about, um, you know, being on the road in the van, you know. Um, But it looks really good. And, of course, like Dave Grohl knows everybody. So everybody's in it. And so I'm like looking at this, watching it, being like, when are they going to get to the DG's part of this thing? Thinking Jim had sent me a link to a thing. (laughs) And I'm watching a trailer for this documentary. And then Jim's fucking dad is in it. Like his bio dad from the Dead Kennedys dad. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? This is amazing. Jim, did you know that Klaus is in this movie? And he's like, what? And so now we have a new documentary that we're going to go see. And it looks like it's going to be an interesting uh, interesting movie. All right. Yeah. Um, here is a post that I made, uh, but it's not anything other than I happen to notice it right away. Um, that is notable about it because the post, the thing that I want to talk about is the thing that the post is about, which is Nestflix. What is, is it watching birds? Josh. No, no, no. Calm down. I've already set you up for disappointment, I guess. Um, it is fake fiction 
presented as if it is available for watching. It's it, it shows within shows, movies within shows, shows within movies. You know, like there's a fake movie that plays in Home Alone, right? Like there's I don't know, whatever I've never the seen no- Home Alone. Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like it's just felt wow. like it's such a touchstone. I mean, maybe I saw it a long time ago. I don't remember yeah, well, it. when it's, people it's, were it's, like, it's not... "Oh, Trump is in it," or in one of them. I was like, "What?" No, I, he was I... in the second one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Second one takes place like Kevin gets left in New York instead of left at home, and he wanders into Trump Tower or some shit. Uh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin. Kevin. I don't Mc... know. Something. I Kevin still Conroy's haven't seen it. Actor. Anyway, there's this thing that happens in the original one where he's trying to fend off these cartoonish evil burglars who want to rob his house because they think no one's there. But it, there's a little boy there. And one of the many things he does to discourage them is takes this like murder at Christmas noir flick where some guys are. You know, Merry Christmas, you have filthy animals and fires a Tommy gun and murders some people like, you know, old 1930s, whatever. Um and so that that is on Netflix. That is an example of a thing that only existed within the fiction of another uh, bit of like fiction or entertainment. Oh, Johnny Chimpo. Johnny Chimpo. Yeah, Johnny Chimpo is from uh 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 fucking uh, what is Super it? Super Troopers. Yes. Book. Wait, how did you find that on this? Um, I uh, oh, as seen in yeah, oh, click for through. Christ's yeah. sake, just by yeah. reading. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> fucked up, right? Um, yeah. Oh my God, Goodwill Hunting too. So wait, is this made by the same person who made um, the like the WTF Netflix looking thing? I don't know. It's not. I mean, this it's was made not, by Lynn Fisher. I don't know. If, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think that's. I don't think that's this yeah. person. Although we should, I should check. I'll check on Twitter real. Oh, definitely not the same person. Oh, that's great. Oh my God, so yeah. good. She did a fantastic job with and it just sort of showed up and I was like, oh, that's exciting and I'll go make a medical post about it. Great. And it turned into a bunch of people talking about uh, stuff that they like and what to suggest and whatnot. So yeah, it was a good time. I Great. liked it. It was a neat sight. Speaking of other links that Jim sent me uh, <laughs> that have nothing to do with Jim, uh, WCity Mike made this post about a site called rave.dj, which basically makes... Um, mashup like videos or music mashups just like algorithmically basically and if you see the ones that are really good like the gangnam the gangnam style gang why can i not say that gangnam? anymore gangnam i don't gangnam. know gangnam gangnam yeah gangnam style touch this video which is amazing like it's basically, you know, it it deftly segues these two videos that you know you probably know are not very alike, and um and makes these very funny, uh, interesting looking, algo driven. Um, nice. Yeah, Jim tried to make one that, you know, didn't work and took too long, <laughs> so I'm not sure if he's still uh, interested in this. But I was interested in just clicking around and seeing what people did. And this thread is just basically a lot of people, you know, being like, I like this one. I like this one. I like this yeah. other one. Oh, I'm getting a weird, um, funny little bug. Oh, no, I'm not. But, oh. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Like a hilarious beetle? Nope. I'm just having some reading problems today. Sorry, I'm wearing different glasses. And, uh, I guess that would be Ringo. Um, what? Uh, hilarious Beetle. Uh, what? Uh, no. Okay. Never, let's move on. He turned 80 recently. 
Yeah, go him. Yeah. And he just like walked around and took selfies with people in Los Angeles, I think. It's a good way to spend your birthday. I think so. I'm going to send spend mine uh, giving away all the rest of my mother's furniture on the front yard. All right. My sister's like, you really want to do that? I'm like, yes. I want to sat in the yard with a free sign, let people pull over and take things that I don't want and that make them happy while I drink Fresca and, yeah, contemplate mortality, you know? Yes. I think it'll be, <laughs> I think it'll be nice. No, I think it's good. If I, anybody I, I like needs it. some mahogany dressers, hit me up. They're very heavy. You have to bring them down a flight of stairs. I can't deal with it at all. Oh, here is my favorite post from last month, which was actually from the very end of July, but it doesn't look like it came with a podcast. <laughs> I just love this post. Tell me what it's about. Uh, this is a post uh, Sokka Shot first made, uh, linking to a Twitter thread uh, with, and imagine this with claps yeah. in between every word. If you're not Kublai Khan you are, and you are not in Xanadu, do not a stately pleasure dome decree. Um, which is just one of many tweets in a thread uh, by someone goes by at no chorus on Twitter who just started adapting, uh, you know, references to that poem by uh, uh, Coleridge. Yeah. Um, the Kublai Khan poem, basically. I can't remember the, what the name of it is. In Xanadu, Kublai Khan has stately pleasure dome decree. It's not yeah. Xanadu? Well, it might be Xanadu. I just, it occurs to me, I have no idea. I don't know what the name of the, the title of the poem is. It's just, yeah, the one that started with that and went on for a bit. And then a man from Coleridge uh, Taylor. Warlock. Yeah. Um, anyway, yes. So, so this, this, this Twitter person started taking uh, basically every meme format that comes along and restating it as a bit of that poem so like fellas is it gay if you're Kublai Khan and Xanadu I mean you're literally decreeing a stately pleasure drome cry laughing emoji um oh shit no sorry it's Samuel Taylor Coleridge and then there's Samuel Coleridge Taylor I was like what I know there's both is that what you're saying that is what I'm saying um who the fuck is Samuel Taylor Coleridge (laughs) wrote Kublai Khan which is the name of that poem and then Samuel Coleridge Taylor uh, was a composer and a conductor, musician, black That's man. That's very confusing. And so I went and looked at his website and I was like, I didn't know the guy who wrote that poem was black. And it's because he wasn't. Um, and uh, yeah, he yeah. got married. They had a son named Hiawatha. Yeah, interesting person. So, um, yes. Sorry. All right. Go on. Anyway, so Memes that poem. about Kublai Khan. Yes, this person started adapting that poem to various meme formats, sort of snow cloning memes into uh, other things. And uh, there was a post about it. And then, I don't know, we spent a couple hundred comments, I want to say. Just, oh, 339 uh, comments. Uh, just absolutely going nuts on that. And I thought it was fucking delightful. It was a very meta talk alphabet thread sort of deal. And uh, I was delighted and it was fun. And thanks, everybody. Oh. Good time. That's basically the whole thing, you know. And unfortunately, it was a month ago, so it's closed now. But, you know, you can write them you know, on a piece of paper and hold it close to your heart and pretend that it's in the thread. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Kublai Khan. 
interrupting stately pleasure dome uh, very nice plus was, it's a that's not me it's a aws oh, 17 oh, okay. 576 i can't make these things up i don't okay <laughs> i think we've established um, i am not creative today you probably aren't either yeah yeah it's yeah yeah um, here's one more I got fucking baby shark stuck in my head um, Worst things so, could happen um, Yeah eh. I did have just like the first like line of the chorus of Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You stuck in my head after watching an Adam Neely video about it the other day um, That was She's the one great. that did the driver's license song? Yeah, she's, like like the song's a it's a good, it, Yeah, it, it's a good it's a good pop song. It's just I had literally five seconds of it stuck in my head, um, which was not great uh, for me. I mean, just to have that solid of an ear, earworm. Um, here's one other post from the blue. Uh, I've got a short list this month, uh, but this one I have a short blue list. I have a longer green list. Oh, good. Um, oh the, God, the, yeah. The, Jesus. The, the guy who was the baby on the cover of the Nirvana album Nevermind uh, is suing a bunch of people, varyingly involved or not, about it, and it's a weird situation. That's basically that's what I'm going to say. It's a weird situation, and one of those things where it smells like probably someone with a litigious angle recruiting someone to pursue it, but the whole story is kind of weird and. It's strange. Like it's strange, partly because the lawsuit is focused on trying to present the whole thing as deliberate commercial child pornography, which is like, I don't think anybody thinks that was what going on with that album cover. But like, maybe that's an angle they can use because it hasn't fallen off the statute of limitations. Unlike other things that might be more banal uh, topics of a suit on the subject, but whatever. It's weird because this guy has this history of being the guy who was the baby on the cover and like trying to monetize it at times. And I think never particularly failing, like succeeding at that and never really establishing a band with like relationship with members of the band. And it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird story. Basically it's a weird story and there's a thread with a bunch of discussion of it and trying to pick out different aspects of it. Um, and sort of balance the, this feels like a weird bullshitty lawsuit. And also, boy, it would probably fuck you up to be in this weird position of being effectively famous for something that you never had any part of and never got compensated for. And like mash those two together at high speed over the course of 30 years. And I guess you end up with a weird lawsuit. Well, I feel like I can't even remember necessarily, but I feel like I did a... um post a long time ago about the naked kids that are on the cover of houses of the holy mm. similar situation i will see if i can track it down without being too distracting <laughs> i mean wish me wish me luck okay yeah. but but yeah i mean we can all there was the woman who was on the cover of the blind faith um album and she was like yeah. just barely post pubescent in a way that was clearly like kind of not even i mean I would be the last person to make a times were different there, uh, <laughs> times were different than situation. But like, you know, that was fucked up at the time, but it wasn't fucked up in a way that people um, were outraged about. And the woman herself was kind of like, eh, you know, she is now a, a grown up person and didn't have as, as weird a feeling about it as you would expect. I think the kids on Houses of the Holy, I don't know if I've heard of that. But but there's a whole category of, you know, 
yeah. people who were minors when they were naked in public in a way yeah. that wasn't necessarily that way in a way that wasn't okay and yet it's harder to figure out um you know what what to do about that basically yeah yeah and there's a lot of discussion of like different angles of that so it was, it was i don't know it was an interesting thread it was it was some decent sort of unpacking of different aspects of it uh for what is otherwise a very sort of like news of the weird kind of story right because i had heard that that thing happened but I, I didn't know anything about it and to be honest i would actually trust metafilter to look at a bunch of different angles of the thing uh god i don't know what i did with my list because i know that i can check my metafilter posts on metafilter itself but at one point i pulled them all off into a big um uh medium thread like a big medium article so that i could just control f them uh, yeah. more easily. Oh, yeah, of course the reason I couldn't fucking find this is an 11-year-old post. Uh, yeah, so that was that was the one that I that I did. Uh, uh-huh. But there's also an article in there, Best Albums with Nude Covers and the Stories Behind Them, and it includes the Blind Faith one, and I don't know if it includes the Nirvana one, but that'll definitely uh, add to that story in an interesting way. Uh, the best albums with nude covers uh, link is dead. I mean, the Internet Archive is there for you. Can I yep. just... I have talked a lot of trash about the Internet Archive on this podcast and in life in general. But I have to say, special, completely positive shout out about the Internet Archive because they take book donations, as you probably know, in an effort to become like the world's biggest quote library unquote, as you probably know. And I don't know if this is because I'm like a friend of the archive or not. I didn't ask too many questions, but I was like, hey, I've got a ton of books. Uh, you take books. What do I need to do? Because I thought maybe I could drop them off at a library or do something. And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll just send you boxes and Sharpies and tape, and then we'll send a guy to come get them. And I'm like, no, no, I can, you know, I can drop them off thinking to myself, like, fuck, how much is it going to cost to mail all these fucking boxes? And they were like, oh, no, we pay for it. I was like, what? So I don't know. I didn't ask too many questions. And I am sending you a link to a picture of me with 25 boxes completely full of books <laughs> that are now not my problem because the Internet Archive is going to scan them. And I have to believe, or I, I am telling you, I guess, that I actually feel a little warm and fuzzy about the fact that eventually, the you know, a lot of these are like kid books that I used to have but don't really need any more or, you know, weird like encyclopedia sets that my mother had of like weird old encyclopedias. And it's sure. kind of nice to think that they might just show up again, you know, yeah. or might not like you roll the dice. But I'm um, pretty exciting about this whole situation. And uh, I just wanted to say a very unqualified thank you, Internet Archive, because I was really happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a story because I figure probably will be a filling in some stories because uh even though i have links i don't have lots of links (laughs) i have uh i I apparently have one ask metafilter thread in the chamber oh i have Uh, like five or six so i actually you know as always have been yeah interactive on uh the ask metafilter but since i haven't been working there this month i haven't been uh 
I haven't been on Metafilter. And and it's to my own, like, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, detriment? Yes. Because, you know, it's it's fantastic. Like, there's all this great stuff, as, of course, you and I are pointing out. But I just was, you know, doing stuff. I also wanted to mention this Metafilter post by RGD about um, Chuck Close photorealistic painter died and it was just a really well done uh obit post not a lot of people in the thread but um i was always really interested in chuck close's work and his kind of you know some some weirdness that surrounded his uh life specifically and um yeah it was a, a good obit thread that i was happy to read yeah yeah all right, but he's, I'm happy he, for a pivot to ask Metafilter. But what were you saying? Sorry. Uh, uh, just uh, he, he's he's one of those guys who, like, the first time I saw one of his sort of mosaic paintings, I was like, oh, that's a really fucking good idea. Um, well, and but, he you know. did it just the best, right? Like, that, I think, was the thing. Like, the mosaics were cool, and he just did them. Like, it's not like you were I, – I don't know about you, but for me – it's not like I was looking at them being like, yeah, but they could be more like, er, ah, er. Um, I was just like, nope, dynamite. He's amazing. Yep. No, they, they, they really work. Yeah. They really work. And also it's the sort of thing where I don't want to just like literally bite his shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So fi- fi- finding ways to explore similar sort of ideas instead of just being, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to do what Chuck Close did. Um, maybe a thing. Um, yes, Ask Metafilter. Here is my update on uh, Ask Metafilter post. Back in 2009, Mary Mako asked if anyone could identify a specific song. Uh, I got a few suggestions, none of which turned out to be it. And as of December 30th, 2009, there's like, nope, close. Then wrote in a few days ago to say, oh, it was Trishka by Telepop Music from the album Genetic World. So boom, there you go. 12 years later, fucking nailed it down. Yay! And these are always fun to look at after the fact because it's neat to see how close somebody gets to, like, what they thought. Like, like yeah. you know, they thought the words telephone or pop might be in the name of the track. And they were, which is, you know, pretty cool. And, um, you know, they hadn't heard the song for a long time. And, uh, yeah, that was just cool. I love it when that happens. Yeah. So I, there's a whole bunch of interesting stuff in Ask Metafilter. Uh, one of the ones that I liked uh, because like I was going to show up being like, oh, I know a little something about this. And then like I saw the people who showed up who mostly really do know something about this. And I was happy <laughs> I just shut up. Oh, I'm a dilettante. Okay. Right. So basically this is by Sooner T-Bone um, talking about like, hey, we all know about TV shows that couldn't be released on DVD or couldn't be in syndication because of music licensing issues. But why doesn't this happen in movies? Like Ferris Bueller has a Beatles song, but it's fine. You see it on TV. Goodfellas has clips, blah. And so then there's a couple people in the thread who explain the difference between, you know, synchronization rights, soundtracks, um, and then trying to, you know, talk about the other things that you want to be able to see. And it's it, it really has to do with a weird moment in time, right? Because DVDs weren't really available. So you would never think that something might have like a huge market um, after, you know, broadcast or, you know, syndication. 
And so talking about like that weird moment in time and that kind of stuff. And I thought about this specifically because like Eyes on the Prize just became available to watch again because people busted their ass to get access to all of the music that was originally, you know, licensed, but for a short amount of time for the original, uh, the original movie. So, or the original, I guess, TV show. Yeah. So, yeah. Great thread. Interesting. I learned some stuff. I was happy I didn't say anything, basically. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Because, yeah, it's like, that's, I, I have like, probably a pinky's worth of guesses, but uh, the details uh, are a whole other thing. Yeah, I got to come back and read this. I will favorite it and then get confused next month when I try and mention it. Hey! Um, <laughs> what else you got? Well, this one was super fun because it's one of those like very specific nerdy requests, but I thought the thread turned out really well. Basically, you know, Olympics. Um, and Except Insects was like, look, I have access to coverage for a few more days. What should I watch that was exciting, touching, funny, weird, or noteworthy? But don't tell me why. Just yeah. tell me what to watch. Just give me a link. If I search for it, it'll screw it up. Just help me do this thing. And there's a whole bunch of people um, with at least one uh Notable deleted exception. Uh, <laughs> Moderation works. Yes, thank you. Um, with a lot of people pointing out kind of highlights of Olympic stuff, which I just thought was cool because it is a pointer for, you know, many of us who didn't watch the Olympics very closely. I watched some things, but it was just kind of random and a lot of it was early days um, to, uh, to what's cool. So that was neat. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Very specific. Very specific thread. Uh, in a, you are right, and, you know, this, this is classic, am I the asshole, or, you know, more <laughs> the point, are they the asshole thread um, by Anonymous. Um, question, very brief. Am I obligated to make good on a 13-year-old check? So basically, they got email from a previous landlord saying that the landlord had found a check from 2008 that they hadn't cashed, and they wanted the money. Hmm. Right? Yeah, I think... Uh, and, I you think know, they were basically it. like, like, am I obligated legally? Question one. And then two, am I obligated morally? And... Most people are like, nope, fuck that guy. Though there are, you know, some people who are landlords, you know, talking a little bit about it. But a lot of people are like, look, that was kind of their response. Like, that's the business, you know? Yeah. Like, banks don't have to cash it, blah, 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 blah. And people talk about, you know, like if you wrote a friend a check that they found several years later, you might make good on it because maybe you actually got the thing. But that's your friend. You know, the yeah. landlord isn't your friend. Blah, 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 blah. And so, uh, again, you know, a couple wise-ass comments deleted. Um, but other than that, people were like, nope, move on. Pretend you didn't even get the email. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry about that guy's problems, but blah. Um, I actually just saw a thread that, well... 
Eh. Continue on. All right. Um, so, talking before I analyze the situation. Here's a thread by Art Jacobs. Um, basically, uh, talking about vegetarians as protein. Like, hey, do you have to make sure when you're just eating sort of a regular diet as a vegetarian that you're getting enough protein? Like, is it a thing that you're likely to miss if you don't specifically pay attention to it, right? Because I think a lot of us, if we've been eating vegetarian, you know, you're like, well, beans and rice is a complete protein, but if you just eat one or not the other, then you won't blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, Tamarack sort of comes in early. This, Oh, I said by R. Jacobs. Tamarack comes in kind of early, you know, Thinking about this as a vegan, you may just want to make sure because I think with vegetarians, especially, you can get like, you know, milk and eggs and that kind of stuff. But basically, if you're eating enough food, you are getting enough protein. Um, You know, you should pay attention to some, uh, you know, other macronutrient things that you need to pay attention to. There's healthy and non-healthy versions of anything. This might vary if you're breastfeeding etc 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 sure you know people point out fancy gal points out that like actually what a lot of people don't get enough of is fiber and etc 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 so um yeah it's a it's an interesting thread of people talking about some stuff gets a little you know into people's specific food concerns um but it was an interesting thread and i learned some stuff about nutrition and i appreciated it I was looking through the the popular stuff, and I will throw out this one that caught my eye, which is uh, basically tell me what uh, commonly taught facts and trivia are oversimplifications. Oh, I really like this. Everything you learned before age thirty, probably. But uh, well, and because it was weirdly tricky, right? Because they had to have like some, you know, kernel of truth to it, but you know that it's like on the one hand, but on the other hand, but really. You know, so depending at what level you understand the information, I thought this was so interesting. But I'm sorry, go on. Feel free to. No, that's it. I mean, I'm I'm just tripping across this. So if you read the thread, you're ahead of me on the the details. But the the concept is good. uh, And I like the stuff I'm glancing at. Yeah. And like Um, like gravity in space was my favorite example, because like Jim and I talk about that a lot. Like, like there's no gravity in like deep space, but in low Earth orbit, there's gravity just like you know, on the surface, you know, just, but because you're moving sideways really quickly, it feels, it's very confusing to me. Jim understands it and explains it. And it's one of those things that doesn't stick because I'm so, but, and, um, (laughs) you know, there's just, there's just a lot of really interesting, um, you know, things things about bones, things about flight training. Every time Backseat Pilot shows up in a thread, it's just a delight because he is like the world's clearest explainer guy. And I always appreciate that because he knows a lot, which is one thing, but he's good at talking about a lot, which is kind of another thing. In fact, I that reminded me of a very good other thing that I'll bring up after this. But basically right. talking about, you know, the way lift works about Bernoulli's law and it's wrong, but it's not oh, wrong. Not, not the, not the car service. Okay. What? Not, not like Lyft and Uber. Oh, I don't like even, they, I, they, I, they, those, they work, they work they, by, yeah. Anyway, I, <laughs> yeah. 
Please go on. I don't even have those things around here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just there's just interesting. you know, snake oil salesman is pejorative, not because snake oil was fake, but because they were charlatans who, you know, capitalized on the social ignorance of the real snake oil Chinese laborers taken here to build the railroads. So, like, the oil in American snakes didn't do the stuff. And so calling something snake oil, it was it was just really interesting. I'm having a hard time even reading it and explaining it. But the reason snake oil salesman wasn't a good thing to say is actually more because of racism than because of, you know, what snake oil could or could not do. Yeah. Which was very interesting. And I am going to also mention Backseat's Pilot's exceptional answer in the Apollo 13 um, thread. Where did my little herp up? Um, Because basically, uh, you know, there was a a question by Collective Mind uh, saying, you know, I I don't I don't get it. Like uh, basically, Collective Mind guy. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just (laughs) just not on the fly thinking today. It's cool, but basically. We're getting through. You know, asking like, well, statistically, what did they think the chances were for the people on Apollo 13? Like, did people calculate the odds? Why not? You know, you know, what is, what is that kind of failure is not an option mindset? And and did the what happened in Apollo change the way people thought about real long shot situations? And yeah. backseat pilot shows up. Because the question wasn't the interesting part to me, but like backseat pilot shows up and he's like, really, that's not actually how, you know, aerospace engineer discussions work. But let me talk about how we actually do risk analysis. Each identified risk is given two scores, one to five. One is likelihood, one is consequence. You know, so if something's really unlikely, but the consequence is terribly bad, you would pay less attention to it than if something was very likely to have like a problem, but the consequence wasn't an issue, you know? And so he's like, we don't really talk about odds, but we do talk about, you know, how to solve problems in this really interesting way. And I just read that comment and I just thought it was real good and nodded along with it. And the question itself was a little weird, but maybe just had, you know, betrayed a somewhat like a misunderstanding maybe because the movie says one thing, but like what happened is, is something really different. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of like hazard versus risk or yeah. Um, that is neat. <laughs> yeah, I've just got That's one more thing for a mask meta filter. Um, essentially, uh, I'm just saying, was looking at an 1883 house in Ohio, and it's got a stone foundation and a nice reno on the inside, and their buyer's agent realtor is worried about the foundation, and... As you may know, I am selling an 1850s house with an 18 with a stone foundation that has a new Reno on part of the inside. So I was like, "Well, and you know, it's not in Ohio. I don't know what the market is like there. I don't know the people there, but um, Preserver, who is a I believe historic preservation smart person who lives, you know, fairly nearby." basically has some uh, 
you know, has some of their own sort of information about helping that person. And here's the nonprofit for looking at information about heritage buildings and history stuff. And they've got these building doctor clinics and blah, 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 blah. And so I don't know, you know, what the original poster uh, is going to come back and do about it. But they were just try to, trying to figure out, like, well, who do we call to figure out? Is Does our realtor know what they're talking about or not? Blah. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of an interesting thread. And I, you know, nodded along with it in hopes that my small amount of feedback was uh, helpful. Nice. Yep. Um, well, I can mention a few MetaTalk things and then maybe we'll... There's been a bunch up. of stuff going on. There has been. Um, it, most notably, August was a uh, fundraising month. I need to do a wrap-up post for it. Um, but, uh, you know, web revenues being what they are, uh, we're, as we've talked about before, doing a more partial staffing thing for now, do about 75% of the 24-hour cycle. Um, and one of the ways it we seems get like back that's to, been going okay, right? That's been going okay. Yeah. You know, it's like there's you, – you, the inevitable thing is like something managing to blow up when someone's not on the clock and it's a little bit more of a cleanup job at that point. Sure, but sure, sure. That's doable. And that was what <laughs> worked all the time back in the old days. So Right. Um, well, and I yeah, haven't th- noticed it myself just as a, you know, kind of regular old yeah. user. You know, the, my only thing is like, have they not deleted this absolutely asinine comment by a user that drives me crazy because they're not working or because they <laughs> yeah, don't or, agree with me? I don't yeah, know. It's just, am I just eating crackers? Um, <laughs> right, yes. exactly. Uh, yeah, no, it, yeah, I think it's been working pretty well as far as that goes. I would prefer to just be able to get back up to uh, 24-hour coverage. But, you know, for now, we're, we're making up work, um, but getting the site revenues back up is what would make it possible to get back to 24 hour coverage. So, um, we raised about $1,100 a month in new recurring revenue this month, which is great. That's a big bite out of, uh, that space we want to cover. I've noticed you've got six, 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 four me fights helping fund Metafilter. (laughs) So if you want to, you know, try your luck to to be the six, 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 Get in there. Yeah. Roll, roll that odometer up uh, to Super Satan. Yeah, get after um, it. <laughs> so, yes, uh, basically, thanks for everybody who has uh, re-upped or started support for the site. It's a weird time for it, but it's been a weird time for a long time. So, hey, uh, but that's been nice. And we had a couple uh, theme posts that came out of that, um, including uh, we've got a newsletter now that we're doing that seems Um, like it's been super fun i have been reading along with it i don't know i didn't look at the last one so i don't know if you figured out because i use tiny letter the platform myself for my newsletter so if taz has any questions about you know why are my images showing up the weird size or whatever i'd be yeah actually we got some help from uh pronoic has been helping out on the sort of technical side oh that's that great bit because because he's used tiny letter before too so he's been hanging out in uh the newsletter channel on the mod slack to uh work through some of the weird editing hiccups uh with taz um and that has seemed to work out very well um and yeah huge shout out to taz who's been uh taking the lead on this uh, which is very up her alley um, yeah it's been fun and engaging yeah and she's been really enjoying working on it so it's 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 working out nice and it's kind of like it's it's not the same thing as the podcast but like if you like the podcast 
partly for the link roundup stuff, like definitely check out the newsletter because it's that without uh, all the yammering. And if you're here for the yammering, I love you and appreciate you. <laughs> but, you know, you're not required to have the yammering. Um, I don't know that the podcast and the newsletter will converge at any point per se, but it might be something that uh, we can you know find a way to make uh, synthesize a little bit in a positive way. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, but yeah. So that's great. I really like. I really like the newsletter. I'm so excited about it. It's it's nice to be doing it. It feels very in the spirit of kind of the whole point of Metafilter. So, um, and yeah, we've had uh, some nice Meta Talk Tale posts. We've had uh, Sweet Art Theme Week is theme still posts. in the uh, yeah. header banner. <laughs> it is, and so is the fundraiser. So why don't you yep. uh, take care of that after we get off this phone call? Yeah, exactly. I think that's my plan. Um, yes, you think it's uh, your plan. I think it's uh, it's I, it's it, it's a unnecessarily qualifiers on everything sort of day. But, uh, <laughs> All right, I hear that. <laughs> we're getting through. We're 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 surviving it. So yes, stuff. Lots of Lametafilter stuff and things and whatnot. And we did a podcast, and here we are. And yeah, great. And I'm gonna make it to the library on time. I might even Excellent. have time to get a little coffee uh, beforehand because oh, wow, fantastic. that might really help. <laughs> I, I, I'm realizing I only had one cup of tea this morning, and that might be a contributing. You've got a well, whole so. day ahead of you there, too. I know. Might at least. Yeah, is, I, I, sh- you I know, should wrapping up. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. If you're still upright and it's like yeah four o'clock there, you're doing great. Yeah, and going um, to work at the library till eight p.m. Yeah, I like working. Today's at the my day off, which is why I'm doing work-related stuff. Oh, of course, that makes uh, sense. I'm, I'm still working on that part. <laughs> Well, I mean, what do you do, right? Because if you're working on the site, we can't easily podcast without right. having you be really yeah. distracted. Exactly. You know, it, 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 I definitely want to not be multitasking while doing this. And, and, and yeah, so it, it will, in fact, have been a highlight of my day. And I, I am glad to have sat around and talked with you. Yeah. Likewise. And, I feel and like, you know, we, we made it in the very early days of September, considering how much is going on. I think that was good. Yep. You know, just doing a little count your... Count count your count your good things. Yep. Everybody everybody count something and we'll see you in a month. Uh and probably probably higher energy and decibel levels yeah. at that point. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Probably a little less time screwing around with computers and a little bit more time talking about the site. And yeah, uh that, that classic Elvis song. Happy uh Virgo month of leisure. Yep. Which I am continuing to fuck up as I do every month. By being just keep, really, really busy. <laughs> be careful or you'll look back and realize that it already uh, is ver gone. That it sure. Ver, ver went away. Sure. Uh, George went. Cheers. I'm just free associating completely now. You know that uh, he is the uncle of Ted Lasso. I did not know of that. Of Jason Sudeikis. I did not know that. Yeah. Or if I knew it, I forgot it. Yeah. It's honest. It's not a super exciting fact to me. Like, it's are you kidding? Fact, but like, I'm just saying. Well, it's like I mean, you okay. You my fact. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't mean to poo poo your fact. I, 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 I'm reflecting on the idea that like I may have known that and forgotten it because because it nothing, did not was not sticking with you. Me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's a nice fact about Jason Sudeikis and George Wendt, I guess. But, but yeah. But maybe I just learned it. I don't know why I'm overthinking this. We sh- we almost we almost got out. We almost got out before I got distracted. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> You're all great and we'll see you in a month. See you in a month.